It's everybody's favorite week. It's promo week. Not really. We're here to talk about the AFC and NFC title games if the referees suck and maybe a little goat versus goat conversation. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Once again, to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast, this is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Brad. Who the hell is Brad? I hear he does a pretty good impersonation of Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka uh, is all right, but my Patrick Mahomes is where it's at. Oh, you might have to stick around later for the podcast to hear that. I don't know if I want to like unload all the, well, all the hits here. Is that, is that a hint for your intro this year? Well, I don't know here, Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> like Kermit the Frog or yeah. Ray Romano. Yeah. I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. So you're uh, sitting in for Biggie, who, uh, as always, is busy uh, running around doing God knows what. But we appreciate you uh, stepping into the limelight here. Are, are you ready to uh, wow the dozens and dozens and, and uh, all those people listening tonight? I'm glad to be here. I'm really happy to talk about two goats, one cup. Wait, we're not. That's the wrong video. That's the wrong video. We are going to talk about two goats. A nice segue into that. So just uh, because it's that time of year, it's Groundhog's Day. Uh, but the day before Groundhog's Day, what is the annual tradition we have now? Well, Brady now has his own Groundhog's Day. So Bill Murray literally comes out and reports <laughs> that Tom Brady is yet again retiring today. So it, it is he though. I think he's done this time. I think everything. I think him coming out this year was all strategical, uh, based on the divorce. But uh, but a, a week ago, the dude was like, "I'll tell you when I'm fucking retired." When I figured it out, like he was losing his mind, and then like for him to be that defensive about it, and then all of a sudden, like, "No, nah, I'm retired." Like, not all the coaching vacancies are filled yet. There's more chips and shoes that can drop. Like, it's not over, is it? I think when he lost to the Browns this year, he realized that I don't have it anymore. I mean that that is a that is bad. I mean, thoughts. I think he still got it. I don't think it was him. I think it was the team and the coach. So we're going to blame uh, Byron Leftwich, who got the axe already. He did get the axe. Well, he went from you should be the next Jaguars coach to look how they turned out, and yeah. now he's unemployed. That's right. Yeah. So I think that Tom Brady played statistically. Average for his career this year, which was pretty good. He had a pretty good year. Um, he was he was up there, his middle of the road as far as his career in touchdown passes, interceptions, yards. It was all there, but the coaching and the team around him was different. The I, off- half the quarterbacks in the league would love to have the numbers he had this year. Oh yeah, I, I mean, and he's what 45, 46? I mean, I think a lot of people thought, well, we'll just get him, you know, thirty-six-year-old Julio Jones. That'll fix everything. Oh yeah, and that that worked out wonderfully. But I, how much of it is the coaching? Like you had Bruce Arians still works for Tampa, but he's not the coach, and they, he didn't seem to uh, get along with. Um, um, ah, crap! I can't think of his name. He's coached Jets. Todd Bowles. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that I mean, that wasn't a match made in heaven. They didn't have that same chemistry. Well, and, and the receiving core, they were in and out all year. Like, all no one hurt. stayed healthy. And I get yeah. everybody's got injuries. but And then he lost some linemen, like, to free agency. They weren't able to afford keeping some of those guys. Uh, I, I'm kind of shocked he didn't try to take a year away from Tampa and try to finish out somewhere else, to be honest. I'm just glad now. I hope it's for real because – I don't want him anywhere near Vegas. Well, I guess that's my question. If he were to stay in play here, 
where do you think the most likely scenarios for him to end up would be? Like, I, I don't feel like, like San Francisco, no, right? Like, they, 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 they lost Jimmy G, but like with what you saw to Purdy and the fact you still got Trey Lance, like they're not interested, correct? Or is that still in play? Is, I mean, is Brady the like? Let's be honest. If Brady was on the the Niners instead of the Bucks this year, here, here's the thing: are they still playing? I think so. I think so. So, it, but if you're getting Brady for one season, absolutely, I would set Purdy down ahead of Brady. In my opinion, I mean, because they already have the defense to win one now, and like you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a Purdy who manages the game, but he's also gonna I mean, he's gonna do what he does. Like, to me, he's an upgrade over Purdy right now. Okay. Purdy sits out one season. It's not the end of his so, career. So, San Francisco could look at him. Who else? The Raiders. Um, then the Dolphins originally, but then they said they committed back to Tua. So, I, I think the Dolphins – but the, you're going to say that. You have to say that. He just cleared concussion protocol today. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to stick with him. No, like, look, his kids go to school in Miami. That's, that's still in play. That well, must have been one hell of a concussion that he couldn't – uh, go out there and participate in those strenuous Pro Bowl activities. First of all, it wasn't just one concussion. And second of all, have you seen this circus-level shit they're doing uh, in the Pro Bowl? I'm getting dizzy watching this. He's, so probably he should He's up. got double vision for watching that. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe the penance Miami paid. They lost the draft pick for the tampering. Maybe all this is coming to fruition. Maybe Miami's still on the cards. Honestly, I don't like Mike Jones at all. I think they'd welcome him back in New Let's England. Let's get the swan song. That's a good story. Why That's not? That's a good story. It's got to be better than that damn movie they came out with. It's almost scripted. Oh, it's uh, well, we can we're going to talk about scripted NFL stuff here lately. But let's talk about fan fiction. This uh, eighty for Brady. Uh, so if you don't know what this is, there's a movie about Thomas Brady's Super Bowl round and these old ladies. Uh, can we call it what? What's older than a cougar? I don't even know. I mean, I, I don't depends. <laughs> yes, it does depend. Yes. Uh, so uh, you got Jane Fonda, Diane Keaton, I think some of these Sally old, uh, Sally Field is yeah, she in it? Yeah. Right. Betty White is back from the dead. Betty yes. White just propped her corpse up there yeah. to, to bring the ensemble cast together, and uh, it's about these old ladies going to see uh, a Brady game, uh, the Super Bowl. My question is. What what's the demographic like? Who did you make this movie for? Who who greenlit this and said this is going to put asses in the seats? I mean, how many eighty year old women out there are diehard football fans? Let alone diehard Patriots fans. He's so divisive anyway. Like we've come full circle from being Brady haters to you can't knock what he's done for the career. He gets the respect, but we don't have to like him. But there's people that just outright so, hate him. I'm not a director or anything, but couldn't they have like maybe came up with like four? Young ladies that just turned 21, they're getting to get alcohol for the first time in their life, and they're making the trek up to see Brady because they're diehard fans. So can't we make it more like The Hangover or Hall Pass right. or Old School? Right, That yeah. would put butts with, in the With seats. four 21-year-old girls who's huge Tom Brady fans. Can we get Aubrey Plaza in the movie? Yes, thank That's you. all I'm asking. Oh. Can we get Aubrey Plaza? Yes. Help me cast this, Brad. Who else do we need? No, well, I think we'd go with the redhead that was with her and Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I love her, oh, too. What's that girl's name? Have you seen that? Oh, and Wedding Crashers? No, no. no. Uh, Mike and Dave, Dave need wedding yeah. dates. She's a no. redhead. They go no. to Hawaii and all that. Oh, um, what is her name? It's, it's she's escaping the, me. She's in the musicals. I don't remember what her name it's is. It's not Anna Kendrick. Yes. Is it? Yes. Is that who it is? Yes. Ah, okay. I love her. All right. I'm, I'm with you. All I'm right. with you. We're two for two. Give me one more, Brad. You got to contribute or you're fired from the show. Okay. 
Okay. I got another one to feed, though. Go for it. Go no, for no. Don't, we need, don't no, let them off. We, we need four. Go you, for it. No, all right. You you close this out. Who's the third? Scarlett Johansson. I love Scarlett, but I don't know if that's the right demographic here. I think she okay. might be a little too old for the... No, uh, it's fine. All right. Well, all she's right. not 21. You're right. Yeah, neither are the other ones, but they, they pass for younger. Not that that makes it better. We what about Emily Blunt? That would work. Oh, uh, I'm not... Too. Okay. All right. Bring us All home. right, so I just watched Transformers with my kids. Are you going to Megan Fox? Megan Fox. Oh. Uh, even uh. if she's got weird thumbs, no one's looking at your thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> she has thumbs? Exactly. God, they're like, they look like Velociraptor thumbs. Have you not ever seen it? I thought no. she had the same hooves no. as like the Ninja Turtles in the movie. They, they, yeah, it's like, like nobody yeah. can see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding it's like up you're throwing up gang signs. I, am. I look like Tua when he got concussed at one time. There's only one time you'd be looking at her thumbs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, I'll, I'll never get to look at her thumbs. Anyway, we, we said we were going to talk about two goats. Another thing, uh, you know, we got to stay on brand here. And I, Biggie. He's going to be pissed. He's a resident LeBron. He's going to be so mad that we're having this conversation without him. There was a no call the other day against the Celtics where LeBron was trying to win the game in regulation. He drives to the basket and no whistle. You go back to the replay, he clearly gets slapped in the arm. But I'll also say if you go back to the replay, he clearly took at least three steps. Either way... How was his reaction? What would you uh, align that with? I felt like it was my son, who's ADHD, when he was about four years old, on a day that we forgot to give him his medicine. <laughs> That's very specific. Yes. You, you saw that look before. Yes. All right. Um, did you see this, Brad? Uh, I did. I right. did see it. And being that you have all of LeBron's sneakers and jerseys, how did you feel? Uh, being just like the uh, biggest LeBron fan if that's how he's going to act, doesn't really have a shot against the cartoon aliens. Well, we, we already saw how that script worked out. Uh, and it was, it was bad. Don Cheadle couldn't even save that shit. Um, you know, it's easy to pile on LeBron at this point. But he's just playing until Bronny gets to the league. Like, they're not even – are they even over 500? They're not, are they? Uh, no. Like, they're just a dumpster fire. Not making the playoffs. Well, and then – He's also in the league, obviously, to pass Kareem, right? Right. Like, he, he wants that. I don't care what anybody says. He's only 89 points away to break the all-time scoring record. I'm not on social media that much, but how many times do you see these posts where people are like, 40 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds, and then they lose by like 12? You know, yeah. like, I see. I feel like it's a common theme. Do you like, realize, though, he's fourth all-time in assists? I mean... I knew he was up there. Who did he just pass? It was uh, Steve Nash. Is it more surprising he's there? Or is it more surprising that Westbrook topped the uh, top ten in assists this week? No, I'm Westbrook. Don't surprise me no. when you average triple double for two straight seasons. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere close. Uh, but LeBron's 89 points away from taking the uh, all-time scoring record. Uh, Kareem only How made many points. 89. So like three games. Yeah. Kareem only made one three-pointer in his whole career. Wow. Yeah, so make that make sense. That's <laughs> I mean, a lot of twos. That'd be wild to watch Kareem just like shoot threes. Oh yeah, like, that was skyhook. <laughs> <laughs> Slow it down. Starting to but, uh, So, and then they also. Oh, did we talk about how they had that Celtics and Lakers matchup on ESPN, and they put LeBron in the top five for one of the Lakers? And I'm like, 
where's Jerry West? Where's James Worthy? Where's Where's Elgin Baylor? And because they had LeBron on there as the top Laker, and he's not. No, like, he's an all-time great, but he's not an all-time great Laker. No, and, and like I know they got a title, but like that, who's who's celebrating the bubble title? Yeah, I mean, if, if he'd played for the Lakers for maybe ten years, something like that, but he's only been there a few years. So they had they had Magic, they had Kareem, Kobe, Shaq, and LeBron. To me, you got to have Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. Or James Worthy on there ahead of him. And that's not to say, like, LeBron, if you could do a top five all time and you're easily making the argument that LeBron's in that list, but not for the Lakers. Definitely Jerry West. I'm just going to tell you, Jerry West should be the fifth. I mean, he's the logo. And he was there for teams that kept going against those Bill Russell, you know, led, you know, just juggernauts. They didn't have threes back then. They didn't have threes. So this is another thing. So Pistol Pete. They said when he played uh, in college, if they they didn't have the three point line, if they had the three point line, he would have averaged fifty one points a game in college because he didn't have the three point. And line. he was still shooting from there, yeah. Because I'm hoping because they would have translated those into threes. Yeah, fifty one points a game. Wow, that's insane. Pistol Pete is one of those underrated guys, man. Oh, like yeah. you go back and look, like his peak. Uh, you know, see, I think it hurts too when. You're on a team that doesn't exist anymore because he played for the Hawks and they played for the Jazz, but then the Jazz moved from New Orleans to Utah. Like I feel like you lose some of that legacy. Like somehow we're holding on to like Sean Kemp and Gary Payton and Nate McMillan and guys like that for Seattle, but like that that loses its effect. Each year. It was older and yeah. they didn't have the media. Yeah, you didn't but have like, it. He he played the game like a, a Jason Williams with the flair and the great passes, but he could shoot lights out as well. Man, I love so. watching them old school like uh, dribble drills they show with uh, Pistol Pete. You see the one where he's like throwing it between his yeah, legs, and, yeah. like I don't know, you call it like the Nut Smasher three thousand, just trying not to kill your manhood there. But the the ferocity he does that with. Oh. Anyways, everyone's saying you're going to miss the league when LeBron is gone. No, I'm not. I sure as hell I'm not. I want it to be over. It's like a bad dream. It's like Groundhog's Day. I wake up every day and it's the same old bullshit. Can we get it over with? I, I feel like uh, I'm glad he's on the West Coast because I feel like I, I ignore most of the West Coast oh, so, stuff. So if he was on the East Coast, you'd be intrigued to watch? No, I would just be forced <laughs> to watch because he's in my time room now. You don't watch NBA anyway. I know I don't. But I'm, I'm certainly glad he's on the 1030 edition of games, so I don't have to see him as much. Uh, but, like, the NBA, like, they, they got stars right now. The problem isn't with the stars. It's the problem with that the load management and people were te- – like, I saw more memes and, and signs and, and stories this week of people traveling X amount of miles to see a game and the person they wanted to see play is sitting on the bench. And this is not translating – into people staying healthier longer. It's like there's more load management, more time off, and people are hurt more now than ever. And I'm talking about like hamstrings and the back obliques. Like it's on top of that though. Right. What's bullshit is the fact that the NBA schedule now has been changed to where there's not as many back to backs. Right. So why are you sitting out? Well we've accommodated this to the point and, and that's the thing, like people like us will always look at the real goat versus LeBron. Because he would never take the days off. His last full season at age 40 with the Wizards, he played 82 games. 82 games. And he wasn't the same player, but my God, he played every night. Because people wanted to show up and see it. Still 25 and God, 5 and I, 40. I hate sounding like I'm a the, grown man. I'm 40. And I play 82. 
Come after me. <laughs> I hate to sound like the get off my lawn guy, but that's what we just sound like. It's fine. It, it is what it is. Yep. So uh, stay off our lawn, you sons of bitches. All right, so we're going to get to the AFC and NFC Championship games and the Super Bowl talk. We still got two weeks, right? So we got time, time to kill. The NFL definitely has time to kill, and they're doing their best they can at doing so by doing the Pro Bowl skills competitions, which is actually on in the background right now. What is this? Is this dodgeball? Is that what this is? I think is? we're playing dodgeball. <clears throat> so the ball move, Cotton. Let's see if it, it pays off. It, it will not. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that now. Uh, so the events they hey, have. Hey, before you jump into uh, the events. Yeah. I, I don't know shit about what you're going to say. You don't Let me want be very to. clear. <laughs> but I don't really care what's going on on the screen, but the Pro Bowl itself already was the worst all-star festivities in all of sports. Yeah. And it's even gotten worse. So, if that was even possible. So, go ahead. I mean, there's no game anymore, and they realized how bad it was. So, I give them credit for realizing it was atrocious and trying to do something trying different. different. No, I get it. Um, but the Dodgeball? Uh, dodgeball, like, we were watching something earlier. They were fielding punts and trying to see how many balls they could hold at one time while fielding punts, which, I mean, that was that was odd. And it was all like, what position players was it? Uh, linemen, for the most part, fullbacks. Like, it's clearly... Like, we don't know what's – like, it's easy for a receiver. We'll throw them on the jugs machine and see how many times – but it's a lineman. It's like, what can we do for skills? They don't want to watch them run. They're fat and slow. Uh, oh, let's just go let them field punts. <laughs> I just had a great idea. You know what they need to change this to? All the pro bowlers need to do, redo the combine. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Why not? Right? You know, we talked about in the NBA to save the all-star game there would just be have like one-on-ones. Like, wouldn't that be phenomenal? Like, if you saw Giannis and LeBron play a one-on-one game to a one-on-one tournament, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Let's bring back the combine. I think that's better than this. Yeah, I mean that that'd be all right, and maybe we can do uh, a couple extra things. You know, about like see the bench press, the forty, the vertical. Um, I mean, what else can we have? Well, so if I like the combine idea, then I also would like to have like if you're going to do some skills challenges. I would like to see like like some current quarterbacks and then bring in like a, a Peyton Manning and a, you know some other older ones just, just to see how they compare. Just do a still. throwback, yeah. Know, maybe somebody's a couple years out of the right, game, right, right, you know, right. Just see how they're doing. So you know, we we come to the Pro Bowl to see elite top level talent. And speaking of quarterbacks, like this year's quarterback group, maybe the best it's ever been. I I think there are. A lot of guys that deserve to be in the Pro Bowl, like uh, like Huntley, and I'm I'm calling him by his last name because I don't even know what his first name is, and he's in the Pro Bowl. Don't worry, his coach don't either. No. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's the uh, the backup quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, the one that got off the plane how for the playoff game. Yeah, he actually traveled. Yeah. Uh, but how many touchdown passes did he have this year? Less than most quarterbacks had in one single game. He. That's what he – two touchdowns. I'd say Taysom Hill had more. Well, how come he ain't in the Pro Bowl? <laughs> he should be. It's just be. like Oprah, like everybody gets a Pro Bowl ticket. Exactly. Just look under your seat. You're all uh, going to the yeah. Pro Bowl. Uh, I mean, at this point – I have more confidence in Christian McCaffrey, who's the fifth-string quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> we, almost, we, almost, we saw that for a few plays, didn't we? They're going to be putting – I have more confidence in him than Mr. Huntley. I wonder if there's, I wonder if there's any other position that – through a trick play, might have thrown more touchdown passes than Huntley this year. I did see that Brady has more receiving yards after the age of 40 than anyone else except for uh, Jerry Rice. 
Tom Brady. Yeah. Nice. He's, he's got six. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nobody has more than that. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, put him in the Pro Bowl wide receiver. He's clearly done something no one else has ever done. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm i just at a loss. Like, this is where we're at. Like, it, is there some weird scenario, though, where, like, Huntley might get a roster bonus or something? That would be fantastic. Like, what if he made the Pro Bowl and, like, he got, like, a million-dollar, like, bonus because he made the Pro Bowl? Because, you know, Baltimore's writing that contract, and they're like, there's no way this backup quarterback is ever going to – if he makes a Pro Bowl, then hell yeah. He, then we'll definitely pay him a bonus. He'll deserve it. And then somehow these players all conspired together, and they're like, hey, did you hear about Huntley's bonus? Everybody opt out of the Pro Bowl so this guy can get a million dollars. I guarantee he's looking at we don't know sports, and he's saying, F you guys. Yeah, you, do you, do you think – whole thing. I mean, do, do guys even want to play in the Pro Bowl anymore? Well, no, I mean, Tua, to Tua's faking a concussion. That's the only reason. Yeah, it's amazing. So get out of the Pro Bowl. He didn't clear the protocol until just happened today. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Festivities already started. Yeah, it's too late. I mean, I'd rather be in Miami, too, just to be honest. Is it in Vegas? Is that where they do it at? I don't even know. Where do I they do I see palm trees. Is I it? mean, there, there's palm trees in Vegas. Is there? I don't know. Is this Wipeout? What is this? Yes. What are they doing? Oh, my God. Oh, this is great. What? Who? <laughs> I'll tell you what I would like. Let's let's. I think that was Aaron Hernandez. Let's, no, I definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's bring back. Um, like, oh, he just did a uh, he just did a flip and caught it off a trampoline. Didn't they do this last year, but not in a pool? It was like on a big pad or something. I'm telling you, that's Aaron Hernandez. It is not Aaron Hernandez. We're not in the time capsule. I wouldn't mind seeing NFL players do a slam dunk contest. To bring that to the Pro that, Bowl that'd festivities. Be that'd be different. What about just celebrity boxing? They, they probably wouldn't allow that to teams. Concussion uh, protocol. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Come on, Chad. I'm sorry. It's falling. They gotta off. wait until they're retired for that. Uh, can we? What if they fought a? That's what we need is more Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore matches. Yeah, yeah. said no one do. ever. Hey, we can bring back Chad Johnson, little Ocho Cinco. Remember, he got up off the mat after getting knocked down. Yeah, give me that heart. I'll take CTE. That. It doesn't happen in boxing. It's only football, right? I don't know. Muhammad Ali uh, might have a word to say. Maybe a uh, A B and whoever. Just Antonio Brown. Yeah, anybody versus a A B versus yeah. the world. Find like Put a, that on the a random hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Big Chest. That'd be nice. Well, what was built up as one of the most exciting weekends in NFL history. We had really two fantastic matchups with the AFC and the NFC Championship game. One kind of met expectations, one not so much, and not by design. I just want to know, though, before you get any further, are you okay? No, we'll yeah. get to that. We're, we're, right. we're going to – yeah, I got I got some grievances, and you're going to hear about it. All right. Uh, but before we get to that, let's just start with the NFC game. Uh, I was at work, didn't get a chance to catch it, but I, I saw – Me early. and Biggie were down here. We watched it. Well, how, how many plays in before Purdy got hurt? It was first series. First series. First or I want to say series. like six offensive plays, yeah. something like that. Man, his arm was bent away. It looked uh, nasty. Like people were like trolling him, saying, "What?" A, like Ric Flair on Twitter is like, "I was in a plane crash," you know. I'm like, yeah. then it turns out he had torn UCL, has to get a Tommy John surgery. Like his career may be over, right? Like you may not be able to recover from that. So yeah, back to where I said about Brady. Hell yes, they want Tom Brady. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but the point is, I, I, I kind of thought it was bad that people were piling on this kid. Like, he's done nothing but win for this team. He gets hurt. All I do is win, win, He win, came back win, into win. the game and completed another pass. With how, a torn bad, how bad are you at game planning if your best option is to throw in a guy who literally can't throw? Like, what are you doing? Well, I mean, but then they had, they had Josh Johnson came in, and he got hurt, too. I didn't know he got hurt. Yeah. So he got hurt. So, so they had no quarterbacks. Josh Johnson was their fourth string quarterback on this year's depth chart. They think they just signed him not too long ago. So they ha- they brought him in. So what you're saying is he didn't break camp right. with the team. <laughs> they brought him in and he he couldn't do anything. And then he got hurt, concussion. They had to break they were like Christian McCaffrey literally changed helmets because he's their emergency quarterback. Got to get the earpiece in. He changed helmets because they had to run one play, and then they brought Purdy back in. And then it was like – but it was complete chaos. And this was going to be a good matchup. Two really good defensive teams, pretty good solid offensive teams. Philly's kind of a unique case with how they they move the ball up and down the field. But they just demolished uh, shorthanded. Like, if you don't have a signal caller – like we talk about how quarterbacks are overpaid, they this right here shows you how important they are. So I'm, I'm wandering off into space real quick. I'm watching this Pro Bowl, but what I want to see is Marshawn Lynch versus AB in a boxing match. You just want to see Skittles yeah. get him. Yeah, just Skittles just fly over the place, <laughs> rain down on the chain. That would be good. All right, anyway, sorry. Uh, so uh, San Francisco, they get blown out. Philly, I mean, can you even take anything away from that game and say Philly showed you anything? I, I, I can. I mean, I don't – Because the defense, right? Looking at Philly in that game, I know that the Niners' defense was tired because they're on the field a lot. I don't think the Niners could have withheld Philly even with a healthy uh, Purdy. I just don't. Hey, Philly's playing a lot better. It was a great Niners' defense, and Philly was still averaging over four yards of carry on the ground. They didn't have. They didn't pass it a lot, but they didn't need to. Like they got, they got up on them quick too. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it was almost like those early Philadelphia. It was like the Giants game. It was really right. let's get up early and then we'll just cruise. Well, and then Bosa was crying about the refs, mm-hmm. and then uh, Max Crosby took it to social media and was basically like, "Quit whining, bitch." Yeah. So I'm, everybody's I'm, getting the popcorn ready. I'm gonna whine about the refs, but I, you know. Don't don't do it too much. Crosby <laughs> will come after you too. Well, Crosby, you know he knows where to find me. Uh, <laughs> What does he spell his name with two X's? That's right. He's such a badass. Yeah. Can't do one X. I'm Max Crosby. Exactly. That's right. So, Philly's on to the Super Bowl. Good for them. Niners, man, I, I got to take a second just give it up for the job Shanahan did in that team. Like, how many teams could withstand what they had under center? You went with Trey Lance. That didn't work. He gets hurt. You go with Jimmy G, who just happened to still be in the area. Yeah, come on back, buddy. We got you. He plays well. They'd probably be in the Super Bowl if he's not injured. He gets hurt. They bring in Brock Purdy. Unless you watch Big 12 football, you have no idea who the hell Brock Purdy was, Mr. Irrelevant. Like, we're going to talk about the NFL may or may not be scripted. But if it was scripted, this is the story you write. Like, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant coming in and leading the Niners team to a Super Bowl, only not so fast. It didn't quite get there. So was the script just screwed up because his arm got twisted and they didn't they didn't know how to plan after this injury? You can't have everybody in on it because it would sure. screw it up. Sure. So the guys that weren't in on it, they screwed it up. They injured this man, and it was just a catastrophe. So, but wanted to at least say Niners, damn, they they probably we we all said they were the hottest team coming into the playoffs. I think we all picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you can't predict injuries, though. I, mean, I said that after last week, I said I predicted the Niners 
but and I had to stick with them. But it wasn't going to surprise me at all if the Eagles won, and that was saying that with a healthy Purdy. Let me ask you this: Is Purdy an upgrade over Jimmy G? He's a younger version. Uh, I think he's a little more athletic. I think he, I think long term he would fit in your plans better. And he's he a would, hell of a lot cheaper. We got to see what the deal is with his uh, Tommy John, obviously. But if he was healthy, yes, he's an upgrade. So, but here's the thing: Jimmy G's not under contract. You're not resigning him. Um, you got Brock Purdy under contract for eight hundred thousand dollars. I think you're just going to wait and see how that one plays out. You let Jimmy G go. What's the deal with Trey? Well, I mean, he's still on his rookie contract. I, I mean, mean, so he's he's coming off the ACL and MCL. Okay, okay. So I mean, if he comes back and is healthy, he didn't look good though, even when he was healthy. No, but like I haven't seen enough of him to say, you know, if it's going to work or not. You know, I, I mean, I'm not saying that. He's better or worse than Purdy, but Purdy at least had the benefit of being on the bench all season, getting familiar with the offense. He was on the practice squad. But I feel like his skill set was better uh, for that team, like what they needed. He looked poised. He was a good game manager. And and sometimes he just went out there and won it. Yeah. Yeah. they, They had full command of the offense with him. Like they didn't they, feel they like no moment was too big. For they them. weren't pulling punches, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, here's the whole playbook. We're going to call it. You better run it. Um, I, not to harp on like styles of play, but like I know you're a Bears fan. How do you feel about Justin Fields right now? I would take Brock Purdy over Justin Fields. Right, so like Justin Fields. I would take Jimmy G over Justin Fields. <laughs> right, yeah. so like Justin yeah. Fields and Trey Lance. Better for fantasy than real Like life. those guys, yeah. they, they fit into a mold where like they're so athletic that I think they rely on that too much, that that decision-making and some of that stuff. Like, if the plays break down, it's – I don't know. You know, there's – Lamar can do it, but he's at such a high level with athleticism. Like, we saw Kyler Murray kind of recess a little bit, uh, you know, this past year. Like, you still need a guy – you need a guy that can stay in the pocket and throw the ball, but can still avoid the rush. Like, if, if they're a statue – like, you're in trouble. But can Lamar do it? Here's the thing. If we look at the running quarterbacks, um, we can take it – I don't know. Let's go back to, like, 94 when the salary cap era started. How many running quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl? Steve no, Young? They don't. They, 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 they win, but they can't win all year because they get hurt. You know? And, and it's yeah. not like – so you're telling me, like, for one game, if I had to have one of those guys, yeah, I would take a lot of them because they're so hard to game plan for but when you're getting into week 16, week 17, week 18, the playoffs, and they, they're not as sharp as they were. You know, they got some mileage on the tires and whatnot. And you mentioned Steve Young, but, like, what was the most yards he ever ran for in a season? Not a lot. It was more it was just when about the play broke down, yeah. staying alive. Yeah, and yeah. he was still looking downfield. They, I heard he was Wilson. outside warming up. Uh, during that game, they've been better off. He was. He said, "I'm ready to suit up." He, he might have been all right. Uh, yeah. You know, and again, I'm not saying like you shouldn't have running quarterbacks, but you know, like Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh is a guy that likes to use his legs a lot. You know, but they did better once he calmed down and quit trying to run around this year, and they started making a push to the playoffs. So there's something to be said for the guys that can sit there and make three second decisions. When they got to make an eight second decision, the play breaks down, they can run around, it's boom or bust. They rather make a terrible mistake or they make a highlight and you're like, "Oh my god, look how great they are." But it's not consistent. You know, it just varies and and it's not a it's not saying that you can't be a running quarterback, but like Mahomes is super athletic. When the play breaks down is when he can be the most dangerous, but it's also when he forces, right? Uh, so we'll get into that. But anyway, I, I guess my, my point is 
Trey Lance, you know, he's still got a lot of the – we haven't seen enough game time from him to know is he relying too much on the legs or can he work within the offense. I don't know. What about Jimmy G? Could he end up back in New England? We Most people, it's – it's Biggie would say no. We asked him that last week, and he's like, no, they're committed to Mac Jones. Really? I don't know why. Because Bates, I haven't seen that out of my Zappy Zappy was like they were chanting for him. Yeah, he's I, a cult hero already. I mean, the fans are booing. You know that all. I, I don't know. I just feel like the offense with Mac Jones just has no flair whatsoever. It's it's stagnant. No, and me. I'm not saying like Jimmy G's going to come and sparkle in and up, but uh, I, he, would Jimmy G be a better option than anybody they have? I think that's a clear yes. Am I wrong? I mean, it's up for debate. I mean, I think it's a good question. Yeah, I mean, you're, I think you're more or less talking about the potential of Mac Jones. Yeah, but I, you know I, what you're getting with Jimmy G. I feel like we've already seen the ceiling of Mac Jones. Yeah, I think so. You? I think I think you asked the question. Jimmy you tell G, me why you asked it. Jimmy G is is a winner when he's in there. It wins most of his games. Haven't seen that out of Mac Jones. They finished pretty close to 500. The Patriots have the last couple of years. So, are you calling for Jimmy G to go back to New England? Are you going to make that prediction today? I think in the script that the NFL is going to write out, it looks pretty good. Bill Belichick wanted Jimmy G. He didn't get to keep him. Wait, did he say Belichick? Is that how you say that? Have I been saying it wrong my whole life? Maybe. I, how do you say his last I'm going to go with yes. I say Belichick. 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 What would you say, though? Uh, we're on the Cincinnati. You said Belichick. <laughs> it's okay. you, maybe that's just – It's West Virginia slang, Chad. Bell Belichick. Yes. All right. Bell Brasky. <laughs> Slap on my wife. <laughs> Tough as son of a bitch. All right, let's get, you tra- let's get you a trail of tears. Let's get, oh, get on with it. All We're right. On to Cincinnati. Yes. On to Cincinnati. So, I, I was confident going into the game, and as it got closer to the game, I was less confident. Uh, just because Cincinnati, like, you got the mayor saying stupid shit and things. I'm like, just calm down. Not everybody needs to be Eli Apple. Eli Apple can say stupid shit, but not everybody needs to. I don't need that smoke. Don't give it to me. But they went into Arrowhead. They started off bad. They came back. They kind of found some balance. Um, Mahomes was limited. I saw Rex Ryan went on Twitter and was like blowing Cincinnati up. It's like, why weren't you rushing Mahomes and putting pressure on him? Every time they did, he made really good plays. They did what they did the last three times they played them. They didn't really blitz that much. Much They wanted him to sit back, and they played zone. And Mahomes will go through stretches to where he struggles against zone. And there was plays in the second half where they were going three and out, three, sometimes five and out. You know, they had fifth down in that one drive. So the, the point is, I thought the game plan was good, but – Damn it, you just can't overcome good Hollywood drama. And, well, all right, so look, we're being a little facetious when we say that it's rigged. I don't know, maybe y'all think it really is rigged. I don't think it's rigged. I don't think the refs were paid off. But I thought the refs took over the game, and they made it very, very poor. That being said, Osai, the hit on Mahomes, clearly out of bounds, right? Um, Upset that they don't get the holding call on that play. Upset they missed the block in the back on the punt return. Um, like I just wanted overtime I, and I, I felt like it got taken from us. Um, do I have a right to blame the officials for this game or am I just being, you know, completely in the wrong here? A lot of people would say they should have never been in the situation where one play call would have made a difference, but there were, it wasn't just one, there were several it was questionable an avalanche. calls. 
I mean, it, it, I I'll often will go to Twitter if I feel like I'm feeling about the officials a certain way. And if like the voice of, of all these Twitter bots are echoing me, then I feel a little better about it. So there's only like three games personally I've ever been a fan of that I really blame the officials. The rest of it is kind of like what you said. It's not just one play. A lot of stuff goes into it. But this one is on my list now. I, I'm, I'm mad about it. And I'm not saying the Chiefs don't deserve to win. I just feel like the game will forever be tainted as the officials took it over. It's just like what was the – the play, uh, the, the Seahawks beat the Packers on that one time with the Hail Mary, and it clearly wasn't a catch, but they called it a catch. And, you know, like, yeah, but the game ended the way it ended. But, yeah, it was bullshit. That's kind of how I feel about this one. It ended the way it ended, but I thought it was bullshit. And I'm salty about it because I feel like Cincinnati, if they would have made it to the Super Bowl, I feel like they were going to win, uh, especially that the Niners got eliminated. I, I fear them more than I would the Eagles. Um but, uh, you know, hats off to Mahomes. Uh, man, that touchdown he had to uh, Valdez-Scantling. Well, that, that was like a bullet. Yeah, I mean, like. I, I don't know how he fit it in. Like, the crowd didn't even react. You know, they, he, he was sitting there. And he how had did to they be get like, in there? Oh, I have the ball. You know, uh, it, it was quite incredible. So, let me ask you this. As a Bengals fan, you're salty about the game. Super salty. You can't really get be mad at the Chiefs, per se, because they can't help it. But. So, do you root for the AFC, or do you want the Eagles to demolish? Them? Oh no, I I, I, I feel like I, I don't know how this feels because this has never happened as as a Bengals fan. Like I've always hated the Steelers, yeah, because the Steelers suck. I hate them. I just freaking hate them. Um, but mostly because they always beat Cincinnati. They're a division rival, so I don't like the Browns. Don't like the Ravens, um, dude. I don't like the Chiefs. Like they like. I think the NFL wants Burrow and Mahomes to be the next Manning and Brady. And whether or not feels that way. Whether or not they're writing the script for it to happen, I feel like they're gonna make it happen. These guys are, are winners. So you want the Eagles? Uh yeah. I want them to I want them to stomp the shit out of the Chiefs. Um I, I want I want I want them to get beat so bad that the rest of the NFL universe is gonna say Man, maybe maybe they should have let Cincinnati win that damn game because they wouldn't have got hosed against the Chiefs. You know, they would have won the Super Bowl. Uh, they didn't belong there. See, they didn't belong. But uh, I don't know if I can be that lucky. I think the Chiefs probably win, but I want the Eagles to destroy And last I saw is a pick for this game so far. I saw it started at like two and a half. Yeah. But the same thing happened with the, the Chiefs-Bengals line. It was all over the place, and all the money kept coming in on Cincinnati, and the Chiefs ended up covering uh, whatever the spread was at any point, if they would have just won by at least two, they got it with the uh, field goal. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just like, – it was heartbreaking, man. I, I was so stressed out during that game. My dog was acting different. She, like, pissed in the corner, like, because of the stress. Like, she's, she, she could feel it. She didn't know what was happening. What's wrong, Daddy? Yeah, and, like, she's, like, going behind the couch, but she never goes behind. Like, she's trying to get away from me just because I was on edge. And then, like, I'm, I'm screaming at the TV. My kids are coming out of the bedroom like, what are you doing, Dad? No, Daddy, no. <laughs> Don't beat me. <laughs> uh, that really happened. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I, how long does it take for this to heal? Will it ever heal? Or should I just hate the Chiefs forever? I think Mahomes – so, the two-and-a-half the two and a half line for the Super Bowl, I think Mahomes, it kind of depends on his health. Or maybe it doesn't. I think uh, it does, Absolutely. I would have thought That's determine the winner in my mind. I thought the Bengals had it just because of his ankle, but he came out there. I mean, everybody says, "Oh, Tyree Kill's gone. He's not gonna. He was better this year." He done. He done ended that script a long time ago. Yeah. Like he he had shown he didn't need Tyree Kill. So as I said last week, 
This that game is going to be one of the pivotal pivotal games that they're going to talk about for his Hall of Fame induction, and they're going to show that pass to Exxon Valdez. Yeah. That bullet pass that somehow got there through that all those all those hands. Yeah, that's going to be on there when he goes to Canton. Yeah, I mean it's I, and and I hope that this is a story that continues to evolve because you know I just I think Cincinnati will get by him again. You know, but like what's great is. The Chiefs are going to be who they are. Like, all their big players are, are locked up. Cincinnati's got $40 million in salary cap next year. They can lock some of their guys Just up. Just keep your head up, man. I mean, Mahomes is clearly going to be the next Brady, but, I mean, Peyton Manning's not bad. He, he might, got a he, couple. You might get one. I'll settle for that. Because <laughs> you know how many I got now? None. Uh, Give, so me one. Give me one. Give me one. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm over the game. Looking forward to the suit. I'm not excited about um, you know seeing you know stupid Mahomes' brother and his wife everywhere. Like that's going to be. Did you see uh, Mahomes' dad who is on Facebook? No, mother ghosts me so far to be my friend. But he used to pitch for the Twins. Uh, He was on social media because they said it looked like the crackhead from Chappelle's show. Yeah, and uh, got more than yeah, Mahomes' wife and the brother was like, "Light that shit up!" And I don't know what they're smoking, uh, but Tyrone Biggum clearly, clearly, Pat is the one who lit it up for him. <laughs> Pat Senior. Oh, I will say, um, I always enjoy lighthearted trash talk. Kelsey, he brought it at the end of the game. Good Jabroni job, Good job to the mayor of Cincy. He, he had it coming. He should have. Why are you getting involved? That was like a WWE moment. It was. He did really well. Why why is that mayor getting involved? Shut up. Know your role and shut your mouth. You're right, Travis Kelsey. So, for us, you're a Bears fan. I'm a Raiders fan. And Chad's a Bengals fan. And we're all three basically teams of normal mediocrity, right, overall. Yeah. But the fact we get to see the Bengals are actually taking that step – is there a glimmer of hope for you, or do you just think Chicago now is done? Sorry, I spit on you. Uh, the eighty, that you know, they, what do, I mean? they do have the most salary cap space the of all the of Bears? football. I think they got more than the rest of the other thirty-one I mean, teams combined. I, I've been living in mediocrity since two thousand two. So, as a Raiders fan, since Gruden left the first time, so but they, I don't you know, know. What? mediocrity for the Raiders means like once every five years they make the playoffs. They never win, but they don't win anything. I don't know. The Bears, is, there, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Have the Bears made the playoffs since Rex Grossman took him to the Super Bowl? He carried him all the way. That, well, he didn't take him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he was on the team. He was on the team. <laughs> he played in the Super Bowl and lost it. <laughs> yeah, to Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, now have they been to the playoffs since then? Yeah, yeah. They uh, Against the Eagles. They were in Jay the Cullen? NFC Championship game. And uh, – uh, Robbie Gould. Why don't I remember this? Which one was the double doink? Was that a That was game? it. Uh, that was yeah, the NFC Championship it, it game? game. I didn't know it was the title game. Pretty sure. I couldn't I knew, be wrong. I knew it was a playoff game, the double you doink. You can't be sure about that. There's no way that's true. Not pretty Someone sure. Someone check the script. Fact checkers. <laughs> All right, so that, I forgot that was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. Damn. The double doink. Man. How good was that defense to, to overcompensate for your terrible quarterback? And was, that, was that the Erlacher and, and uh, was that the Erlacher defense? Mike, Mike Brown. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think who else. Who was the other linebackers? That was back when linebackers still mattered. Nobody gives a shit about linebackers now, do they? No, no. There's. I mean, who was the last great linebacker? Uh, maybe a guy, uh, Ray Lewis? I Bill mean, Romanowski. Like, who, who is a middle linebacker right now that you're like, ooh, 
Yeah. Can't name one. Is Fred Warner, is he middle? Yeah, but that guy's a freak. He's a little bit of everything. I don't know. He, he's back there playing like deep coverage down the middle of the field. All right, so the death of the middle linebackers occurred and nobody noticed. Now it's the defensive ends. That's yeah. what. Got to have that edge rusher, which gets held when they're trying to sack Mahomes and allows them to run for a first down yeah. and they get hit out of bounds. And if they don't, they get a do-over. Mm. How about that? Can we talk about the fifth down real quick? I want to talk about the fifth down. What the hell was that? Like People argue that. It didn't matter because they punted, but that took time off the clock. It did. And what if the Bengals would have had a little more time at the end of the game to come back down and kick a field goal of their own? And they – there were so many bad things that happened. When was the defensive holding or the pass interference call that was questionable? It was like the next drive after that too. Like there was – I don't know. But the the fifth down – and the, the referee that was, like, the furthest away from everything, like, after the snap comes in, is like, no, no, no. Like, and that's where NFL is rigged started trending on Twitter right then because no one could explain it. And then you had the play where Burrow gets called for the intentional grounding. With a guy in the and area. And right there. And then they said, well, it didn't make it to the line of scrimmage. Well, how many other times do you see quarterbacks throw it in the ground when it's a screen pass that's blown up? All so the time. Is that, is that the rule? If it is, clarify. And then Mahomes on the next drive does the same thing but doesn't get flagged. So I get it. My question is, is there any legitimacy to the, the NFL? Like, is somebody in New York picking up the phone? Are they getting the red phone up and making a call? To the, is it like those old Buffalo Wild Wings commercials where yeah. it was like, all right, so then over time the sprinkler comes up and trips somebody. Is I the, think I think it's more of like the hot tub time machine. There's someone out there that knows this stuff, and they send out the squirrels. This damn squirrel? Yeah. <sighs> somebody got Violator got yes, screwed. Yes. Got in a DeLorean, grabbed a hold of the sports right. almanac. Right. I need that. I need that 1985. Uh, I, you know how much money we could have made off of that? Freaking Biff Tannen. Lugal. Lugal. We could do yeah. Lugal. Yeah. Man, Motley Lou. Yeah, exactly. Ah, that's good times. Not good times as uh, I have a week to decompress before I watch the Super Bowl. It's so black. <laughs> it's, uh, so uh, who was the uh, guy that made the bet in Hot Tub Time Machine? Do you remember? Lugal, man. No, no, no. The guy he made the bet. Oh, it was uh, Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Did you know that? No. Johnny Lawrence is in Hot Tub Time Machine. Did He's not like, know. I like your style. He's got a mustache on. He's yeah, wearing a little those off the mustache. Yeah. It's but it's clearly with the redheaded foxy lady. Yes, yes, she's uh, having the sucker. And, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, real classy one. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, so now everybody's gonna go to IMDb and see if William Zabka, I think, is his name, Johnny yep. Lawrence. Check yes. him out. Hot tub time machine. Good talk. See you out there. All right, so we already talked about how nobody's watching this damn Pro Bowl, and we have a weekend. It's the first weekend without football in forever. Uh, you know, I, I, I watched a little bit of stuff here and there that's not sports related, but we talked a little bit about wrestling. I did watch the Rumble. Did you watch any of it at all? I did not. So Cody Rhodes won. We, we kind of called that from a mile away. No real good surprises. Like Booker T was there, but like, I feel like he's still around. I don't know. Nothing good. It's not flashy. But now I did have a, a young, my 17 year old son and his friends were there. They were watching a little bit of it and Logan Paul comes out. He's in the Rumble. Now, I don't care about any of that, but a bunch of 17-year-olds lit up like it was the 4th of July because they're like, oh, my God, Logan Paul's in the room, bro. Um, does that do anything for you? Does he win anything? 
Uh, no, nah, he he was in it for a minute, but you know it's thirty man battle royal over the top rope. He gets thrown out. He did have a hell of a spot. I'll show you in a second where they jumped off of uh, the opposite side of the rings and collided. It was it was pretty good. So for the longest time, I couldn't tell the difference between him and his brother. I was hoping you didn't bring that up because I still can't. Okay, I just know one. Wait, of them. wait, he's got a brother. Yeah, he's- one's the boxer, and and this one's the one in WWE. Maybe he's the boxer too. Uh, no, I always wondered why they were calling Jake two Paul names. and Logan Paul, yeah. right? Uh, I thought, I, <laughs> I thought maybe it was like a Logan's name. my middle name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I didn't, I couldn't take because wasn't the the one in WWE trying to box as well, and then he I gets he quit. Did. He quit. I thought one of he's at least fought once or twice. Yeah. Which one is the legitimate? Like, I'm trying to save the sport of boxing through spectacle. Uh, the other one, of course. Is that, is that Jake? Jake. Jake, Jake Paul. Jake. Jake is the fighter. Logan is the entertainer. Entertainer, correct. Okay, that makes somewhat sense. I'm sure people will correct us if we're wrong. Because Jake's the one that just beat that uh, MMA guy that was like 40-something. Yeah, because that's where we're at yeah. <laughs> trying yeah. to book fights. Yeah. All right, so so we, we got that established. So we're talking about entertainment. Any Anything you plan on doing you haven't done? We got award season coming up, all these movies and stuff out there. Have you, like Mr. Brown, you and me used to talk movies a lot. But it seems like there's been a like ever since COVID it's coming changed. on, it's like changed. it's not as good stuff coming out. So I don't really have any movies per se, um, but I think they're they've booked the last season of Cobra Kai. It should be coming out soon. Yeah, I have no idea what direction they're going with that. Um, That's two uh, Johnny Lawrence references. Yeah. All right. It's um, time. So movies, not so much, but. This did pop up on my Facebook feed today, this time last year. I was adamant that on my for, for my 40th birthday, I was going to climb Seneca Rocks. And, and you I did. did that. You did. So now this year, I got to do another thing, which is going to either be go to Cooperstown or I'm going to go skydiving. Just go to Bridge Day and jump off the bridge. I, you got you got to have a permit to do that. So get a permit. You got it's, it's experienced jumpers only. Why? Yeah. I think I think I would just skydive before I would do that. Yeah, if you, I feel like that's something you could forge. You could you could fake. Yeah, that like river. would you jump off the New River Gorge Bridge with no experience? No. Would you do it? <laughs> would you jump out of a plane? No, no, I would never jump out of a perfectly good. Um, I, I if I was, I think I would. I'd have yeah. no problem doing it if if I was like a tandem jump. I would jump out of an airplane before I would skydive. Or would before you, I would bungee the jump. first time you skydive, are you doing it by yourself or are you doing it attached to another human being? I'd rather do it by myself. You'd be cool with that. Yeah. Are you worried you'd get like, do you have any height fears at all? I do. But. So what's preventing you from like pulling too soon? And then like, I don't you end up four like counties sitting away. in the actual airplane. That's Are you one of those people that every time it makes a noise, you look out the wing and like, oh my God, yeah. what's happening? Are the wings still there? <laughs> There's something out there. There's something on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> John Lithgow oh, and Twilight Zone oh, yeah, people. Yeah. Come on. Give so, me. uh, I. Ashley commented today that me and him's gonna drive to Cooperstown, so that may be the direction I go instead of skydiving. Maybe I'll do that for you all to wait for your balls to drop and come with me. I mean, I'm I'm down for it. I just got to schedule it out because it's a, it's an eight hour drive. You know, it's not super close. No, jumping out of the plane. Oh, jumping out of plane. Yeah. I'd rather talk about doing Cooperstown. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I'm, I'm cool with jumping that's out of planes if we talk about it in theory. Not can we practice. stop in the Poconos and get a uh, 
uh, heart-shaped bed with mirrors on the ceiling. No, we'll get the one with the champagne glass top. Oh, yes. Tall boy. Yes. Yeah. You know what we're talking about? Rose petals everywhere. Ooh, ooh. You get the Duraflame logs because you don't have real fire, firewood to put in the we're, fire. We're going to make Canadian Biggie come on that trip. <laughs> what do you think? I think tie him up. Yes. <laughs> He's like, now you're talking. Hey, now you're talking my language, eh? Well, what's that about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up another episode of the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Biggie, we missed you this week. Hopefully, you'll be back next week. But it's a busy time being a dad with sports and activities going on. But we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure, Mr. Brown, you want to give a cheap plug real quick for America's Fast Summer Level Baseball. Where are you at now with the uh, the, the expert count, the former player count? Uh, we're approaching 400. 400. MLB players. That's a lot. And 42,000 group members. So there's no other place like it on social media. And uh, if you can actually be a nice person and interact with uh, real players, you can hang out here. But if you're a dick, you're going to run them. Yeah, I run them out. Zero tolerance. Yeah, that's uh, no politics, no no dicks in there. So you, you know. would think forty two thousand would be just a mess, but you've done a good job curating this environment. I've got about three or four other guys that's helping me now, and we have a group chat, and uh, we we talk about punishments before we uh, drop the hammer. <laughs> so everybody, but it's a daily conversation. So you got a better tribunal of uh, you know. A court thing than uh, Facebook actually does. Yes. Uh, Let us police it, ourselves. It, it's like uh, what they did in uh, Dark Knight Returns. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, so everybody's on the boat with the... Uh, it's uh, like that? It's like death or exile. Oh, okay. And then it's death by exile. <laughs> death by exile. Uh, but yeah, no. So I do know that if you bring up uh, John Rocker or Kurt Schilling, that I'm going to be booting someone that day. And they are members of the group. Correct. So it does have... The, the worst is because people want to... They, they think they can, you know, mess with the bull. So, for example... Otis Nixon and John Rocker are best friends, okay? Otis Nixon posted on social media him and a photo of John Rocker together saying, my best friend. And then everyone immediately starts wanting to call John Rocker racist. I'm like, bitch, what color is Otis Nixon? He's as black as they come. And that's his best friend. I thought he just didn't like riding on the subway in New York. Seven train. Seven train. That's what it was. But yeah, but like, it's always the racist thing. And like, shut up. Oh, and plus, it was over 20 years ago. How many of us out there can say, man, I've never had something I wish I never said? I mean, I'm perfect. I've never said anything I'll take back. Hey, it drives me nuts, dude. <laughs> they immediately want to go there. I had one guy who was like, Kurt Schilling was commenting back and forth, and he immediately had to go there about something Kurt Schilling did. And he's like, I've always wanted that chance to talk to him. And, I, and then I immediately booted him. Kurt never seen it. And so I was like, he messaged me, started talking shit. I'm like, and you're, he's never going to see it now, dumbass. Yeah, let's, let's talk. You missed your chance. Let's talk shit to the guy that pulled me out instead of trying to learn from the errors of our ways. Why can't we just have respectful conversations? With no, people? but then they doubled down. Yeah, they got to double down because you're a dick too. When keeping it real goes wrong. Exactly. That's exactly Anyways. what happens. Anyways. But, all right. So we can sit here and bitch about social media aspects all the time. Just that people in general. Doesn't mean we don't want you to follow us on social media. Make sure you do. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. The moral of the story is don't be an asshole. And uh, follow us on YouTube. Too. Exactly. That's it. All right, guys. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. We appreciate you uh, letting us invade your ears once again. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.